and welcome to episode 44 of After All This Time Always. With me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the Nicola Flamel of the podcast. Okay. Yes. He's older than he looks. It's producer Joe Power. <laughs> Thanks, mate. That's oh, very yeah, good. Yeah, sometimes I Did you I think you were going for an insult there? Or? No. Okay, well, I'm happy with that, mate. No, I don't know. That's a good. That's a nice compliment. How old do you think I look? Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a thirty-one-year-old man, I'll take it. Tom. Exactly. Uh, how are we, much. guys? How are you, Pat? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Had a bit of a nightmare journey here. As, gonna, you, as you both know. As yes, you both know. Uh, I believe we should have finished recording this about an hour ago. Yeah. Well, it's a 12 o'clock kickoff. Uh, it's 2 o'clock now. Yeah. It's 2 o'clock now. I, I said to Tom, Tom just picked me up from the station, and I was like, I, I was just calming down because I was really angry about an hour ago. I was just starting to calm down, and then I realised it's taken me longer to get here than I'm going to spend here. Yeah? And oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's really sapped the energy out of me. But I've bought some energy drinks, so I'm trying to... Good man. Well, I, well, to be honest, I think the listeners quite enjoy it when you're angry. So if you could just maintain it has this been, energy. It has been requested. <laughs> <laughs> Can Pat be angry? <laughs> well, I t- I'll tell you something. Because I was getting so frustrated on the way here that uh, you, you know how it gets. You just start to hate um, everyone yeah. and everything oh, yeah, around yeah, yeah. you. And I got really annoyed at a baby. On the way here, because as right. my start from the beginning, Pat, what what happened? What happened first of all? Well, two, fill, fill the listeners in. Two buses didn't show up, so oh. I I got on a train very. That's late. like the opposite of the proverb, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you wait buses and you wait forever, and and they still don't come. Yeah, they just still don't come, and I it was the they two of them um, don't come at once. Sunk, sunken cost fallacy. That's the thing I couldn't remember when you've you've spent so much time waiting. You go, I could I could just walk now, it might be quicker, but I know the second I leave the bus stop, yeah. the bus is going to yeah. go past me. Yeah. So I just kept waiting, and then I got a later train, and then that train got to Clapham Junction. I caught a connecting train to Victoria, which was delayed by three minutes, which isn't much, but that's a very small window of time yeah. Yeah. to make my train at Victoria. Right. And as we were getting off, there was there was a lady with a pram, and I was just like, this baby, I could... I could Get straight off this train. I could run <laughs> straight to my train. Like it's already tight. But there's a lady with a pram. She needs a bit of help getting off. I'm like, where is this baby going? <laughs> where does this baby need to be did today? You, did you not fancy doing the passive aggressive help where you really just yanked I the wasn't, pram? I wasn't close enough. I always help people with prams, oh, but course. I wasn't close enough to be the one to offer the help. Otherwise, I definitely would. Could you not have gone into the next carriage? I was at the front of the train. I made sure of that. Right. Ah. Okay. So you'd done everything in your power. Yeah. 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 It was out of my hands. And then this baby, which I don't know why it exists other than to slow me down. <laughs> well done. You fulfilled your life's task. <laughs> Didn't even have to learn how to walk or talk before you did it. I don't know why this baby exists. <laughs> why? <laughs> All it's done in its life What's so the far point? is get in my way. Well done. Ah. Uh. There you go. There's your anger. So that was the, <laughs> that was my headspace about an hour ago. Um, okay. And then I calmed down, and then I got sad. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week then, Thomas? Uh, good week. Uh, me and you went to the wrestling. Yes, we were. That was my first uh, experience of live wrestling. Was it? A oh, good, uh, I'd say, seventeen years after I stopped watching wrestling. But it was good to know that Jeff Hardy's still still well, around. This, this is it. Um, that was very exciting for did me. You, did you enjoy it? Oh, like, it was great fun. You get a you get an odd bunch at the wrestling, don't you? A very odd bunch. Odd crowd of people. Uh, qu- quite a bit. Of uh, male chauvinism on display, actually, there. Guilty. Um. 
<laughs> no, there was even you, though you hear some quite uh, there's there's it was a real mix of progressive people, um, nerdy people, uh, quite cool people, um, pr- as Joe says, chauvinistic people, yeah. and it's it's a, it's a real melting pot. Isn't it, it is. Um, it's it's nice, really though. interesting. That's yeah. nice though that it's for everyone. Yeah, yeah, everyone everyone shares a common love of something. That's true, but I would prefer to go to a place where uh, the weren't. Right. I don't ever do I have to bleep? No, um, I don't think so. You, you have to bleach it sometimes. <laughs> 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 well, if I've bleeped it, the listener can guess what I said. <laughs> you know, uh, so if you could just cut off that, I don't know. It's the minority, but the, generally yeah. the minority, uh, the loudest ones. Yes, uh, which is true. Um, uh, yeah, but it's, there's not a uniformity of fan which you get you know if you go to a football game you see you you've got your stereotypical football fan yeah of course mm. yeah. you go to um you know a lord of the rings convention you got to sit, but i think wrestling yeah. is a bit more mixed than that um and then on friday night i did a gig in a club which hasn't been running uh for very long but it used to be a club the hob in forest hill did you ever come to oh that? yeah 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 i did so that's a comedy club now and i was on with the guy who uh is lee nelson he's doing character comedy as himself simon brodkin and oh, he was okay. waiting to come on and i was sort of and he had turned up quite late so i went on stage knowing he wasn't there yet and went thought i'll do a bit mm. for bringing him on and i'm about to bring him on i'm closing finishing my bit and this guy <laughs> to the left of the stage just went was talking to his mate and i went oh, what are you talking about and he just went is that Lee Nelson? Like, <laughs> and so everyone else just turned and looked, and I just went, "Well, you've kind of ruined that welcome surprise." To the stage, okay, welcome to the stage. Uh, not doing Lee Nelson, Simon Brookin. Um, but yeah, it's just a, just a very fun. And then last night I was in Guildford uh, raising uh, money for a hockey club. So that's my okay. week. This morning aside, how has your week been, Pat? It's been fine. You know, catching up on on a lot of movies. Um, I watched John Wick last night. Oh, I watched Kevin Smith's latest film, Yoga Hoses, last night. Oh, is that any good? I I enjoyed it, but I don't think many people will. Is it because uh, you're familiar with uh, Kevin Smith? Very familiar with Kevin Smith. And the, the, the film is loaded with callbacks and references to his many podcasts. Right, okay, So sure. I enjoyed it on a different level. But the whole, <laughs> the whole film is centred around the fact that there's uh, an, almost a Nazi invasion in Canada by right. these little... Nazi sausages that are called Bratzies, they're Bratwurst oh, Nazis, and it's just Kevin Smith in the little sausage outfit, like <laughs> like a foot tall, running around, just going. Wonderful. Oh, <laughs> sounds so, awful. It, is, <laughs> it, it sounds is awful. Atrocious. But eventually, it just started tickling me. I, I just I got the giggles during it. It was so <laughs> silly. <laughs> How's well, your week been, Joe? Uh, yeah, fine. Uh, I watched uh, me and Hannah. We had quite a contrast of day because we finished our Thursday with you and your lovely wife Anna and some guy called Tim, uh, who I didn't know. Mm, I don't care for I'm Tim. Just inviting people I don't know to these <laughs> things. Unbelievable. Do you know he's got more friends than just me and you? What? Yeah, some guy called Tim. I haven't seen him on Facebook. Unbelievable. Anyway, but before that, me and Anna went to a lovely spa day. Nice. Got, got a massage. Went to the jacuzzi. The Steam room and all that malarkey. It was very nice. Um, is, that, is that very similar to a jacuzzi? What did I say? Jacuzzi. J- jacuzzi. It's just where you go and people accuse no, yeah. you. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, accusing me in French. Jacuzzi. Just not finishing my words. He stole uh, the towel. 
Yeah, very good. Uh, I have an update on uh, films that make me cry. Oh, I watched uh, Black Klansman the other day, and uh, at the very end, they show the footage uh, from Charlottesville last year, uh, which is footage I'd avoided because I'd read what was in the footage, but Mm. then it was just thrust in front of me, and yeah, it was horrifying, and it really really upset me, and it was just uh, a strong reminder that uh, things aren't great. (laughs) It was just a strong reminder. And it was quite uh, horrendous to watch that. So, uh, yeah, so had a massage, watched some wrestling, and cried. That's my update for the week. Cool. Good. Good. Uh, Philomena. Forgot about that film. That made me cry. Uh, not Still not seen it. Oh, what a film. See, Judy Dench is just incredible. Yeah. She's but great. Hey, she looks a lot like my mum. Uh, I think that's why I cried. <laughs> so, uh, so much so that at one point, um, uh, a couple of years ago, this woman came up to my mum and said... Uh, Sorry to interrupt. I just want to say that you're looking really lovely today. And my mum was like, oh, oh, that's very nice. And then yeah. about half an hour later, they saw a magazine cover with Judy Dent on the front. It's like, oh, she thought she was talking to Judy Dent. Oh. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> what I love about Judy Dent, a lot of actors that age just sort of phone it in, just collect the paycheck. She always turns in a performance. Mm. Mm. And she, she says she can't even read her scripts anymore. Incredible. Because her eyesight's so bad. Oh. Isn't that amazing? Anyway, let's pick up the pace, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about crying and stuff. What did you, what did you do last night? You were, were you drunk last night? You sent you were quite uh, jolly in your text messages. N- no, I was just out with some friends, but they were. Uh, I just kept being reminded of things that I need to bring up on the podcast. So uh, coming up on the podcast, we've got a bit of Potter Watch. Yep. Uh, Pat's got some peeves, obviously, because he's angry. Uh, <laughs> we've got some emails to read out. I did my prep this week. Good boy. TTFFFU. And the return of Tom's conspiracy theories. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll be ending it with a delicious little Harry-based quiz this week. Cool. That's no riddle. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. Of, I, I don't need to don't read even, out everything. Don't even, don't even know why I bother. There I'm only reading out of, the um, things that listeners enjoy. Uh, Pat, there, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of week in geek news as well. Of course, week. yeah, loads we of week in geek that. news. Or we could cover that in. Well, I don't suppose we are recording next week because it's the last one before the live show. Oh, this is the word. last one before the live show. I, I, w- I should s- no. I think we will record something next week because I'm not confident <laughs> enough that the live show will be uh, good enough for an entire podcast. We still come it. though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do join it's us. Still come. <laughs> saying, saying it that. might not be broadcast worthy, but by God, we're gonna. <laughs> but it's worth your money. Yeah. Eighteenth <laughs> of November, so Sunday. So this is going out on Thursday. So in in three days time today is the no tomorrow's the day tomorrow is the day or technically midnight is the day that fantastic beast will be yes released. well i'll tell you what that's a perfect reason to kick start potter watch and now live from podsmead the after all this time always gang bring you potter watch so the film it's out tomorrow it's out tomorrow depending on when you're listening yeah we won't have seen if it. you're listening to this i mean it could be could have been out last year i don't know yeah, yeah, you could, yeah. Ooh. I'm not going to delete the podcast up just, like straight away at the end of Thursday. So it's out tomorrow. So someone's Real just terms. found like an old crusty iPhone that's just got loads <laughs> of, uh, th- you know, years in the future. They've just, they've, they've yeah, got they've just sifted through the nuclear rubble yeah. and found, <laughs> <laughs> they found Joe's old tatty book. What's this? <laughs> Oh yeah, I've come to the end of my book. In in other Potter Watch, uh, my Potter-based podcast notebook has come to its end. If any listeners want it, just email in. I'm not going to put a competition or not. I'll just go in a box. Same, I'll same, never look same, at it again. Same for charity? 
Uh, yeah, give one pound to charity and you can have this book. Tell me you've done it. There you go. Bosh. Depending on the charity. Um, did, you, um, did you see what Ezra Miller wore to the Fantastic Beast premiere? I, I did. I didn't know what it was, though. No, I wasn't sure what it was. There was a lot of, uh, a, a lot of guessing. Um, yeah. Some people thought it was Dalek-inspired. Some people thought it was Darth Vader inspired. Right. Some people said he looked a bit like a Dementor. Yes. Some people said he looked like a sassy sleeping bag. <laughs> and some people said he looked like Arsene Wenger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> was it a very long coat? Very funny. Because yeah, I haven't seen it. That's great. Very long padded uh, ensemble oh, lovely by song. Moncler X Paolo Piccioli. There you go. Wonderful pronunciation, I assume. Uh, I hope. <laughs> Uh, but no, he looked fantastic. Oh, lovely Tom I quite like him. To find him. He's quite a... F- he's, he seems like a fun chap. He's, he's an individual. Um, <laughs> yes, he, he Tom, is that. He's a person. Tom Felton continues to live his best life. Did you see who he was hanging out with this week? No. He was hanging out with Emma Watson. I did see yeah. that. I saw, uh, I saw video a tweet. And yeah. A, and a picture. Yeah, and t- he just seems to do that every now and again, pop up and, you know, he popped up recently when he went to see uh, Danny Radcliffe play in New York. Uh, he popped up when he hit. There was a brilliant picture of him trying to force a Slytherin backpack on uh, Matthew Lewis. Oh, awesome! Uh, oh, yeah, he just seems to nice. do, yeah, he just seems to have the best life out of all of them. Where he'll pop, do a project, and then just go travelling for a bit. And I then... see he popped up in New York the other week because I think Curse Child's about to open, and he was there with he the went. cast and crew having photos yeah. taken. Has, hasn't he got a new TV show starting or a new film or something? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, on Netflix. YouTube. Ch- is it Netflix oh, or oh, YouTube it Premium? YouTube. Isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, that might be. I think right. so. YouTube Red, whatever it's called. Yeah. Something I don't, I don't understand. Well, I know Natalie Tenner uh, Tonks is that's the correct. star as well. Oh, very nice. Oh, but, very uh, cool. That's a lovely bit of pot of watch then. Yeah, but uh, it just sends it sends the, the 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 fandom quite nice. You know, when they see uh, two ex co stars hanging out, it's, uh, they enjoy it. Mm. Uh, I enjoy yeah. it as well. Yeah, we we all enjoy it, mate. It's uh, nice because it see gives that. us a bit of content for our podcast. It's lovely. It stuff. does, and also it just makes me wonder why does Rupert Grint never get any photos taken with any of his old chums. Is he private, or do you not reckon he's mates with them? Uh, yeah, maybe he's just angry at the world. Maybe. In that, um... he, should, he should meet Pat. <laughs> 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 I'm to be angry about. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's just one of those people that you know just had turned his back on. Uh, you know, Harry Potter just got sick of it. Maybe he doesn't have very fond memories. I mean, because it's got it's got to be such an interesting thing to go through your, your adolescence. Pretty much, mm. your entire adolescence was taken up by being in the biggest fr- film franchise in the world. Sure. Maybe, maybe just fame's not for him. Maybe he just uh, he enjoys because perf- he still does acting work. Yeah, but yeah. Maybe he doesn't like court the spotlight and doesn't feel the need to keep yeah, yeah up and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe Rupert, one day we'll get him on the podcast. Rupert, yeah, Rupert, if you're listening uh, at aatta pod at gmail dot com. Yeah, give us a give us a give us a call, mate. Uh, also for trivia fans, uh, do you guys know about the uh, app uh, HQ? No. It's a popular. It's a, like a live quiz that takes place every day. Oh, you can win money. A, you can win yes. money on it. Yeah, I'm sure there's a way of beating the system. I if you want, had enough people to take part. Oh, almost certainly. I, I once uh, got to the end. I once because uh, the the prize is a thousand pounds shared between all the winners. I think I got about sixteen pounds from it or something. Oh, well done, it's quite a fun little thing to do. Uh, but this Thursday night at nine. So today, day of release, nine p.m. If you have the HQ app, if not, I guess download it. We're not getting paid by them, so no. if you don't want to, don't. Uh, but they're doing a Harry Potter quiz Thursday oh. night to celebrate the film. Copying our idea, by yeah, the way. Very we're the we're the only ones celebrating the release yes. of this film. Yeah, yeah and we're I'm... the first people to ever do a Harry Potter quiz. Yeah, so... <laughs> exactly. 
Come on, HQ. Come on, guys. I hate you, mate. If, if any of... The, we should all do it together, actually. I think we yes. should, yeah. I and, imagine, and embarrass well, ourselves when we lose. Well, we've do, well to, after today, we would have done 44 quizzes together on Harry Potter, so we should. And some of the questions have come up twice. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I imagine it'll, it'll probably happen again today as well, mate. Who knows? Oh, God, if they've got bludgers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, watch out for them today as well. Uh, is there any other Harry Potter-based news? Um, just mixed reviews are the early reviews for Fantastic Beasts. reviews, mm. right. Uh, some people saying magical but muddled and spends quite a bit of time setting up future instalments. But I'm reserving judgment. Yeah, of course. Until I see it. That's kind of what they said about the first one. <laughs> yeah. which and, But I, was, I did have my problems with the first one, but still broadly like it. Mm. I like it more than not. Um, yeah, I'd quite enjoy it. I've seen it a few times now. Yeah, I'm going to watch it again over the next few weeks. A few weeks, a few, few days, days, mate. Few days. Um, I've got weeks. Yeah. Prep. Oh God, I'm so oh. busy. Oh, also this week. By the time this episode comes out, I would have seen Cursed Child. You would have. Yeah, I just yes. clocked that on your calendar I'm up there. Wednesday. It. I'm seeing it on Wednesday. Very excited. Oh, it's good. Me, me and Pat have seen it. Yep. No yep. spoilers. Keep hashtag keep the secrets. Yes. So we will Enjoy. after after I've seen it, we'll discuss our thoughts. Do spoiler free thoughts, but then yes. we might also release a little thing spoiler full. But we that'll be covered in warnings. Don't listen to it if you haven't seen the show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. we'll do it at some point, uh, probably before Christmas, I imagine. Uh, anyway, let's move on uh, to Peeves. Peeves. Thank you. Um, so we mentioned last week the sad story of Professor McGonagall, and I said, didn't her husband die? Right. It's sadder than that. Oh, give us the story, uh, mate. He's, he's alive? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not only are Peeves angry this week, but they're sad. They're very sad. They're very sad. Sad So when she was a kid, her dad, due to, I think, the, the laws at the time, the International Statute of Secrecy, her dad didn't know that her mum was a witch. Oh, and her mum right. kept that part of her life hidden. Oh, no wonder she like, drinks. She kept her wand in a box, <laughs> <laughs> was the phrase. And so when Minerva McGonagall started displaying magical abilities, her mum had to explain to her, oh, this is, you know, why you're capable uh, of doing these things, mm. but you can't tell your dad. Anyway, late when she was 18, she fell in love with a guy. He proposed to her. Lovely. She was going to say yes. That's nice. That's not but sad. He, but he was a muggle too. Uh, and she was like, I know what a, a muggle which marriage looks like because she'd seen oh. the way her parents couldn't really fully uh, um, commune with each other. Yeah. So she was like, it's, it's going to be too hard. Plus, it would mean she'd have to spend her life with, phrase, wand in the box. So she turned her back on the man she loved. Oh. He later remarried and had kids and that made her sad. Oh. And then he died Oh. In a, in a, during the first Wizarding War, in a random muggle attacking, he was killed by Death Eaters. And oh. she thought, if I'd married him, I might have been able to protect him. Oh, oh that's horrendous. During she, all this she, did time... Did she never marry then, McGonagall? Well, during all this time, she worked at the ministry, and she knew if she'd have married this muggle boy, she wouldn't have been able to move to London and work at the ministry. She worked at the ministry, she got on very well with her boss, but she didn't really enjoy London, so she moved back to Scotland, but she stayed on good terms with her boss. After Voldemort was defeated the first time, her boss was like mad about her and he proposed and he kept proposing for years, but she always said no. After Voldemort was defeated, she was like, do you know what? I do love him too. And they, she agreed to marry him. Three years into the marriage, he died in an accident. Oh. She, never, oh. she never remarried, never had kids, but she had lots of nieces and nephews that made her very happy. Oh, oh well, I'm glad she found some happiness, oh. but uh, as Tom said, 
That's why she turned to the drink. Well, now <laughs> don't I feel bad about the fan fiction story coming up later? <laughs> and um, I've also I've also got another peeve. This one was sent in from our PA. Our PA? Yeah, who is Tom's wife, Anna. <laughs> and oh. She said at the wrestling the other night, Joe, you called her a bitch, and Tom, you didn't defend her. Yes. <laughs> now, I think that's worse than being two hours late for a recording. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I did. Well, here's, here's what happened, right? Oh, oh, there's some justification no, for it, No, there's no justification. There? No, uh, me, and, me and Anna have a jokey way of talking, and I just, I instead of using the word cow that I normally use, I use the B word. Um, and I was just being funny and silly. Uh, but what kept on happening is that I was sitting next to... I was sitting in between Hannah and Anna, the two Slytherins. Yes. Um, that has nothing to do with and it. The, and no. we were sitting basically right by where, uh, where the wrestlers come walking down to the ring. Where they slap hands. With where the they slap hands. Oh, and yeah. Anna and Hannah were just impossibly excited by this <laughs> and kept on wanting to go well, the way, touch the wrestling men. The way Anna described it, it was not just the men... They were slapping hands and touching every wrestler. Man. They were, yeah, but they were, they were a lot more excited about uh, yeah. people like AJ she, Styles. And she said that you described her as annoying, whereas she believes uh, her... She, ne- and- she nearly took my eye out trying to get yes. me out of the way. She <laughs> said she nearly elbowed you in the eye. Nearly. <laughs> yeah. Not did. So no, you called no, 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 but... Well, she wasn't very happy about it, and she phoned me this morning, and I think That's... we need to give her a raise. Did she really... <laughs> Did she really phone you this morning? Yeah. I saw her last night. I saw her on the train. She, she, phoned was, she was all smiles yesterday, mate. She phoned Pat because I said, can you phone Pat and ask him what train he's on? <laughs> <laughs> and then she, then she gave me her peeve. Oh, well, I, thought, uh, well, th- well <laughs> I, I don't apologize. Actually, no, I do apologize. Thank you. I know. And thank please, you for the tickets. They were very nice. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> please keep them coming because they're my favorite piece. <laughs> <laughs> Non-show specific. Tom hasn't done? defended it at all. No, no that, was, did... that was the other part. Why didn't you defend her honor? Because she, she turned around and called him a little C. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, yeah. absolutely yeah, she did. did. She did say that. Yeah, okay, that's even. If anything, that what she said was worse. She, your wife is quite capable of defending her own honour. Tom, thank she you very is, much for the uh, edit there. She, by can, the way. Uh, she can defend mine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd much quicker pick a fight with you, Tom, than uh, your wife, actually. F- what? <laughs> Are you Tom Riddle? We've got emails later, but this is one I didn't uh, pick up on, but... Uh, who was it via Twitter that got in touch? Well, I was just pulling that up because if we were going to struggle this week, I'm I'm messaging her. <laughs> See if she can solve it live. <laughs> oh, that's a great shout! Who was it? What was the name? Uh, it was Fiona. Fiona, yes, Fiona got in touch to say she got last week's riddle, and she like really smugly, like live live <laughs> listening, just waiting for the boys to catch up, which we, is we, we never caught up, which is impressive. That very, she, very you got Jarvis impressive. Cocker that quickly. That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, so I've got her on standby. I hope she's sitting by her phone. Okay, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> you got to type this all out then. <clears throat> I'll give her the gist. <laughs> Only credited in one film, so this might be tricky, I fear. Although it's for two different characters, so that might get you near. Let's spread my career out like a deck of cards to get to my foundation. I played Arthur Conan Doyle, also appeared in his famous character's adaptation. 
I've also played the leader of Germany in the early part of the 40s. I've also played John Lennon in three separate Beatles stories. Lennon is a bigger clue as we emerge from a similar places. If you can think of my voice, then you will then picture my faces. Thank you for listening to this esteemed actor's career almanac. I appear in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 as well, but this time in uncredited flashback. Hmm. Okay, right. I feel like I should know... You the John know. Lennon stuff, but yeah, I can only three th- different stories. But I can only think of um, Nowhere Boy, which was uh, the guy from Kickass, and he wasn't in. Yeah, Aaron Aaron Taylor uh, Johnson. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was um, <laughs> don't. that was um, a good film. Uh, never saw it. Um, it was alright. I think I oh did I see? It? I don't remember. So yeah, I don't know who else would have played John because there's been a lot of bad. Films <laughs> involving actors playing the Beatles, right? And then silly films. But are any of them okay? So, so it's anyway, someone... so I'm struggling with that. Um, yeah, someone who, someone who also played Hitler. Can I say now, he played cool. John John Lennon uh-huh. three times? Yeah, three. Yeah, but I I can only think of one notable thing. Uh, would it have been? Would he have played John Lennon? Oh, you can't really give clues, can you? Because it's no. all part of the riddle. Well, uh, well, two of them were films. One of them was a TV film. Right. Okay. Right. Um, were they films about the Beatles, or was it, or was it just bit parts? Uh, no, they were all. They're all uh, all about the. So he was effectively the star of these films. Yeah. Right. Okay. So someone that's played John Lennon three times. Yeah. Who's also played Hitler? Who's also played? We've been in Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, Arthur Conan Doyle. So I'm assuming. And I, I just let you know, I didn't say he played Sherlock Holmes. No, he no. just said also appeared in. But, so it could have been fam- Watson or... or Moriarty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but did play Arthur Conan Doyle as well. Um, um, only credit in one film, two characters. Which... Oh yeah, what was that? What was the two characters thing again? Two characters in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. But only credited in one film mm-hmm. and appears in a flashback in the final film. Yes. So now I'm just racking my brains trying to think of what flashbacks are there in the final final film. Like mostly during, um, uh, what's it? Snape's Snape's pensive scene. Yeah. Um, you said spread like a deck of cards. Yeah. This I, I think that's gonna be <laughs> You also I you, can't remember where that clue came from, if I'm honest. <laughs> oh, right, okay. You I, also, I had, I had oh, you had something that had to I, rhyme with I, this I, is a bit hard. <laughs> I had this person's uh career up, but that you, might You might hit come. some words quite hard. Foundation you hit quite hard, and adaptation you hit quite hard. Yeah, I think that was just 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 hitting the rhymes, hitting okay. the rhymes. The the, the clues and, then, and so and so Almanac, clues in him playing Ar- Arthur Conan. Yeah, Almanac, Almanac was just there for rhyme purposes, so not yeah. okay, not a clue. Yeah. To, no, like the they clues, were in Back the, to the Future or something. No, well, we are going back to the future right now, and the future is us solving this riddle. Oh God, I'm so sorry if anyone's screaming at us right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> should, we, should we have it again? Let's have it one more time. Have you have you got it written in text form that I can send to Fiona I've and not, see if I'm she afraid. can solve it? What we no. <laughs> <laughs> Only credited in one film, so this might be tricky. I fear, although it's for two different characters, so that might get you near. Let's spread my career out like a deck of cards to get to my foundation. I played Arthur Conan Doyle, also appeared in his famous character's adaptation. Right. I've also played the leader of Germany in the early part of the forties. I've also played John Lennon in three separate Beatles stories. 
Lennon is a bigger clue as we emerge from similar places. If you can think of Ooh. my voice, Ooh, there we go. you will then so, picture my faces. Scouse. Thank you for listening to this esteemed actor's character almanac. I appear in Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 2 as well, but this time in uncredited flashback. Can I ask Thomas, uh, is faces there as just a convenient rhyme, or did you mean face? Has has the man only got one face? If you can think of my voice, then you also picture my faces. Did you mean to write feces? (laughs) 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 Faces, as in, is he he known as a character of disguise? Uh, A master of disguise? Moriarty. Mark Strong? Was Mark Strong in the Harry Potter films? No, I don't think so. I don't even think he's Scouse. So it's a Scouse person we're thinking of. It's got to be. Got to be. Or, or, or at least from there. Or, or someone who's originated from the world of music, perhaps. Oh. Yeah. God. Like last week. This is so hard. I'm trying to think of anyone who's played Arthur Conan Doyle. I know there was a series on ITV. No, one of Arthur Conan Doyle's characters. No, was... he played Arthur Conan Doyle and also Read that appeared line again, in one of his... I've played Arthur Conan Doyle, also appeared in his famous character adaptation. Right, okay. So, appeared in his famous character adaptation, okay. Arthur Conan Doyle didn't just do... Yeah, um, I don't know a show about... Or a f- film about about Arthur Conan Doyle. There was a series on ITV um, a year or two ago called Doyle and... Um, oh, who's the famous uh, escape illusionist? Houdini. I think it was called Doyle and Houdini. Or oh. no, Houdini and Doyle. Because they were real-life friends. Oh. And it was a crime series like... Houdini would sort of use his magical mind to figure out how people might have done impossible things, and Conan Doyle would use his Sherlock brain to figure out how people uh, could do impossible oh, things. Okay. Sounds like an interesting show. Didn't do too well. Only got one series. Um, yeah. By now, I'm struggling to think who was in that. <sighs> we can't Google it. Do you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm <clears throat> I'm struggling with uh, the entire thing actually, yeah. <laughs> top to bottom. So yeah, once again. Listeners, I'm is sorry. There, is there is there something we can pause and just see if Fiona can get back to us? <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we have a little, uh, why don't we have some palate cleanser? Yeah. Um, Tom, do you want to give us uh, your latest conspiracy theory? Tom's conspiracy theories. So, looking for some pizza, mate. You're looking for some Pizza. Yeah, I thought I'd have some pizza. Okay. Wednesday, you can go on the internet, Wednesday, I imagine, Wednesday for that. Wednesday evening. No, no, I, I can cook it. It's not going to Oh, so you're looking in your fridge or freezer? No, I'm, I'm looking in the supermarket. Okay. So I had a pizza with Elsa the other day, and she really enjoyed a Pizza Express pizza bought from the supermarket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going in Asda's. Yeah. A little Asda's first. Mini Asda. Y- your mini sure. Asda. Yeah, yeah. Not, none to be found. What? It's fine. Walk up to the big Asda's. Yep. None to be found. Okay. Pizza Express Doubles. Where's the Pizza Express pizzas? <laughs> I then go to the small Sainsbury's. None to be found. <laughs> right. So I've had to settle for Sainsbury's pizzas. I go to the co-op. None to be found. None to be found. So I ask this. What's happened to the Pizza Express <laughs> pizzas sold in the supermarket? <laughs> that is... Dum, 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 dum. What, um, uh, what the, everyone's running out on the same day? Uh... <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> Tom, hmm. the incredulous look you just gave hmm. me. Um, I don't know whether I don't that's think a conspiracy. So. <laughs> it's, a, it's certainly a big coincidence, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Or maybe there's just not a massive demand for them. It's a Wednesday, right? So right. Fair enough, it's a Saturday. 
No, but no, but maybe there's no, but maybe there's not a massive demand for them. Like, so they're just ordering less stock. Maybe you know, Goodfellas sells there more. Is, there is some demand, and to have none. Sure. Oh, maybe they could just Unless, quite. Ex- they could uh, just be quite expensive. Asda, Sainsbury's. Have you stopped sending them? <laughs> Get in touch. What's going on? Hey, it's but you're sending the Dobles. You're not sending the pizzas. Dobles are very mm. popular, though. I had some last week. Very nice. Wow. wow. Although I never know right quite how to right melt the butter properly. I, do, I just cook the Dobles and then just let this the is what they want. Sit this the is middle. what they want. They want to take attention away from the pizzas. <laughs> Stop talking about preparation of the Dobles. <laughs> well, if they've got Dobles, then they've got dough. And I know they've got cheese because they've got a whole aisle of it. Yes. So why can't they just make more pizzas? Exactly. Yeah, but no, but I'm just saying if there's if there's no demand, if there or if there's not a big demand, or maybe they're just what am I? Expensive. What am I? Am I not demanding pizzas? <laughs> no demand. I'm here demanding. No, but the <laughs> shops know true. that when you go there, as you even said, you then just settled for a different pizza. That's because it was the fourth shop I'd gone in. But they'll, but they'll still sell the pizza that's less expensive for them to buy that maybe mm. they'll make a bigger profit on. Well, then anyway, that's, that's a wonderful that's conspiracy, a conspiracy isn't it? That's a wonderful conspiracy, Tom. Thank you for that. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, that's easy. One, one day you'll have a good conspiracy. That's what what, no, but what's, so that's, that's, that's what you've noticed. What's the conspiracy? What do you think that is going on? Like, to, to what nefarious ends... Are there no small pizzas? Wow, that's that's the question, isn't it? Where has the Pizza Express pizza gone? Where on the supermarket shelves? Yeah, well, where? <laughs> but just, 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 just doing doing the map in my head, just quickly. So you went, so you went from yours to the small Asda, Bosch, to the Co-op, nope. To, big Asda. To the big Asda. Yep. So to get there, you drove past a Pizza Pizza oh, Express. I'm on, I'm on foot. <laughs> I'm on foot. You walked, you walked past a Pizza Express. Yeah. yeah, there is a Pizza Express on the Broadway. Yeah, but it's Pizza Express's cost is... Go to the source. Go Plus, to the also, source. Plus, this is, also, this is during the day. So I'm not going to buy a, an already cooked one. Why not? Because that's for dinner. Oh, right. So, oh, you had it for later. Okay. Had it for later. That's why I buy it in the packet to cook at my own convenience. I understand you. Yeah, yeah. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. It's probably yeah. cheap. It's cheaper that way as well, but... Much cheaper. But you could have asked. You could just ask them for some dough and ingredients. Do you ever, <laughs> make, my yeah. do you ever make your own pizzas? Uh, not like, like I get. The, I just pre-buy the base and put the tomato sauce on it and cheese. But yeah. I don't don't ever roll out my own. No, dough. No, I, I never roll out the dough. But sometimes it's fun to make your own pizza. Yeah, I only do it when Elsa, Elsa wants to do it. I, yeah. I don't make my own pizzas because I think they taste horrible. But she likes them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because she's put put the love into it. Yeah. Put a little bit of time and effort. She's got lower standards. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The kid, the kid eats plasticine. Come yeah, on. Exactly. <laughs> but she, she really enjoys a Pizza Express pizza, and then I had to turn up and go, Daddy's let you down. Oh, Daddy's let you down. Daddy's let you down. Uh, you know, but hey, listen, Tesco's, Morrison's, the other two of the big four. Um, if you, did, you, sell you didn't pizza, try there, did you? Didn't try there. I didn't have time to. But uh, And you didn't, you didn't fancy going on from the big Asda to the big Sainsbury's? Well, if the little Sainsbury's didn't have it, what about the big Sainsbury's? The big Sainsbury's is more likely no, it would have. Technically, had it. that's a medium-sized Sainsbury's. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, it's not the mega store in Crayford. Hell no! Um, <laughs> Biggest Sainsbury's in Europe it was at one point. <laughs> it's a little large claim to fame there. The biggest lingerie section in Ireland, so oh, I understand. So I understand. I read that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. 
We've done a lot of Father Ted references on this podcast. Oh, we love it. And it's nearly time for the, for the, the Father Ted the Christmas, uh, that's Father Ted Christmas it's special. My, it's my most watched episode, for yeah. sure. I watch it once a year. Uh, def- I watch it every Christmas Eve. Maybe yeah. even I, twice a year. For I sure. so much. Anyway, uh, should we go back to the riddle? Let's go back to the riddle you're not going to get. Well, I haven't heard anything from Fiona. Ah, oh, Fiona. She hasn't got back to us. Ah. She'll get back to you later. Right. Yeah. Post record. I bet she does. Here we go. Last time. Only credited in one film, so this might be tricky, I fear. Although it's for two different characters, so that might get you near. Let's spread my career out like a deck of cards to get to my foundations. I played Arthur Conan Doyle, also appeared in his famous character's adaptation. I've also played the leader of Germany in the early part of the 40s. I've also played John Lennon in three separate Beatles stories. Lennon is a bigger clue as we emerge from similar places. If you can think of my voice, then you can. You will then picture my faces. Thank you for listening to this esteemed actor's character's almanac. I appear in Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 2 as well, but this time in an uncredited flashback. The Harry Potter series is light on Scouse accents. Yeah, this is what's, this is what's really been... Um bothering me I can't, um, th- I can't think of one Scouse accent in that film those films I'm trying to think of actors that are maybe Scouse but hide their accent for their performance yeah there are actors that do that oh that's so annoying <sighs> Tom you're so annoying which characters only appear in one film um, the guy the guy that's um, Twilight yeah um, Twilight chap uh, the Lockstock boy who ben. um no, Ben. Ben's in Ben's in uh, two films, I think. Is he? He only Is has he? lines in one, though, doesn't he? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I think he appears as an extra in the next one. Okay, but he doesn't. He doesn't get a flashback in Destiny. No. <laughs> no. So, so a character that's only in one film who also then Pattinson gets, does though gets a flashback, doesn't he? He gets a Patton, He gets a flashback in in no, not uh, as two characters though. No. And he's he's in the, he gets a flashback in the fifth movie. He might also get it in Deathly Hallows. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> Um, um, uh, stumped. I'm, sh- I'm sh- struggling, mate. Chop my up. arms off. I'm giving up, guys. Drugs from madness. Right, right. Yeah, Tom. It is Mr. Ian Hart who played the role of Curious Quirrell. He is only credited in one film, so this might be tricky. I fear, although it's two different characters. He plays Curious Quirrell, and he does the motion capture for the face of Lord Voldemort. Oh. Fella, come here. What you got? You got a message for me? <laughs> oh. oh, thank you so much. Ow! Did you need to do... <laughs> Jesus. Oh, as oh, he was taken off again, he hit me with his wing. Oh. <laughs> you, had a little, you had a little dump in your mouth. Oh. <laughs> that, oh. that, that well, Once again, Tom, you don't have to slap yourself oh, in the face. Like, listeners, it genuinely looks like it hurts. It does. So yeah. bloody, <laughs> bloody method. That was, the, that was the hardest you've hit yourself so far. I think that's hardest so you, hit myself. You've done the opposite life. of learning from your mistakes. Uh, just, <laughs> if I hit myself harder, maybe mm. it'll be... <laughs> <laughs> it was an owl. I don't know what you're talking about. It was a little owl. A yes, little okay, owl. so we have a few uh, emails to read out this week. Uh, Dean got in touch. Um, hey, Dean. Uh, very nicely. Uh, but this, I wonder if anyone else has uh, had this predicament. Um, because I also had a message from Jack saying something similar. But I'm Ooh. reading out Dean's. Okay. Saying, uh, Dean was laughing along to our podcast uh and was told to stop jiggling up and down by the person next to him on the train really yeah 
Uh, to which he responded, are you asking me to stop laughing? Uh, and then he just, <laughs> <laughs> he just went silent. So, That's, yeah. Imagine so that. Have, has our podcast got you into a, a predicament or confrontation at all? We eh? have had some people that say they get weird looks on, on buses and yep. trains when they're laughing. But Jack said imagine someone got annoyed knowing, at him as well. Yeah, yeah, imagine not knowing the word for laughing. Yeah. Well, or, or is, is this, this? Why are you jiggling up and down? <laughs> what is fit of the jiggles? <laughs> What is this noise emanating from your mouth? This, this guttural half cough repeated. Yeah. Stop happy crying. You seem to be smiling and breathing at an impossible rate. Yeah, is there a doctor on the train? <laughs> Where is this train going? <laughs> you know, the, the, the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? But yeah, I would, I would, yeah, that's a, a great response, by the way. Yeah, to go. Are you asking me to stop laughing? Yeah, um, unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, sorry. Would you prefer if I just sit here weeping? Because, yeah. because I mean, we all listen to funny podcasts when we're travelling, and yeah. I'm sure all of us have been caught laughing. Obviously, yes. you try and hold it in because you don't want to be. But that makes it harder. Screaming. Some, that makes it harder sometimes. <laughs> no, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, the worst one for me was listening to the flight of the Concord's audiobook and the mm. bit with Murray. Phoning up his friend who brought the bull into the pub. Oh, we've just, you've just got the washing machine going <laughs> yeah, in the background. I, I yeah. was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was folded over at that yeah. point. I was, it was like I was in the recovery position for that, holding in the laugh. Um, Beardy D sent us a lovely message. Thank you, Beardy D. That really meant a lot. Um, but we, one, I'm really trying to stick to the whole not reading out praise thing. But no, uh, read, read you were very, oh, it was very it nice. It, yeah, yeah, it was really nice to hear. But uh, he also followed up on. Um, the f- the films that uh, made him cry because uh, that was what we were talking about the other week and this episode uh, and he said same as Pat Toy Story three uh, yeah. yeah I think we were all we're all with you there Beardy D uh, Pride yes what a fi- I think we've mentioned that film on the I'd show like, before I hope so because I remember it really had a very profound effect on me oh, it's such a great film if you haven't seen it it's uh, about an LGBT group uh, based in Wales in the eighties who uh, raise money for the miners during the strike it's they're based in London but they go to Wales sorry they're based in London but a lot of it is Welsh set in Wales <laughs> if you don't if you don't like the Welsh accent um, tough luck who doesn't like the lovely and jack i thought Anne that robinson. was an, that was an odd uh she tried to put him in uh room 101 the welsh did she really and robinson yeah as in uh if you don't know remember the weakest link yeah uh, she was the host i'm talking to the listener oh um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I other remember... people listen to this mate other than me some of them get in trouble for laughing um <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh she tried to put the welsh nation into room 101 that's wow. <laughs> is that why we don't see her on TV anymore? <laughs> on, what, on what grounds? Uh, West I Anglia. I can't remember. But oh, I'm... was it? No, I, I vaguely remember this. Wasn't she from Liverpool? And a lot of Welsh people came over to Liverpool. I don't remember. All I know is that like, she was hosted Watchdog as well. Yeah. So surely she would yeah. have she to deal complaint. with a complaint about herself. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, and yeah, uh, an an unexpected choice from Billy D here, Jack, the Robin Williams film where his heart is going four times the speed of everyone else. Yeah, right? he's, he's, yeah he ages he's four, aging times four times faster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing uh, that film at the cinema, and it, yeah, it upset me. I don't think I cried it; it upset me. I saw it kid. when I was young. I don't really remember, but yeah. he says uh, the uh, the graduation speech at the end uh, is especially poignant uh, mm. since Robin Williams' sad suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much uh, for the email, BDD. We really appreciate it. Uh, Phil got in touch, uh, replying uh, to our chat about uh, Disney songs and uh, simply put, uh, bare necessities, everything else is simply invalid. Thank yeah. you, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you seen the remake of Jungle Book? I have not seen With the remake. Bill of Murray Jungle doing Bear Necessities. It's uh, it's it's very good. But you've also got um Christopher Walken doing King Louis. I want to oh, walk like. Oh wow! Oh oh! I want to walk <laughs> like you. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. And and. Uh, Code code name Lupin got in touch. At some point, can you discuss Wand Allegiance on the podcast, please? Uh, yeah. re- rereading Deathly Hallows and thinking of the other books, it makes no sense with disarming. Also, I'd not picked up before that Trelawney predicts Dumbledore's death. Two interesting things from Lupin. Oh, Lupin is a fountain of HP yeah. knowledge, by the way. I I know when Trelawney predicts. Yeah, the lightning. We, the, the chapter's called the Lightning Struck Tower when he dies, isn't? It? And she refers to the Lightning Struck Tower before. Oh, that wasn't the bit I was thinking of. Oh, what were you, you thinking, thinking of? of? I was thinking of the bit where, don't they all have a Christmas meal? And she's like, when 13 people sit together, yeah, the first one to the... get up is going to be the next one to die. Oh. And that turns out to be true. Who is it that gets up, though? Is it serious? Uh, I can't remember, but I remember also someone making the point that technically Peter Pettigrew is at that meal. Oh. So he's at 13. Uh, good point. Good point. Uh, um, so, Wonder Legions, guys, what have you got to say on it? Well,. Yeah, over the so I think we might have touched on the fact that Ron uses his brother's bond in the first place. Mm. Mm. But then I think I think any wizard can use any wand. Like when you see Harry go to buy his wand, he tries a few out and some of them are shooting red sparks and some of them are blowing things up. It's like the the wand chooses the wizard, the one that's going to be most powerful for you will reveal it, so will will pick you and and work for you. Do you reckon it's like a pair of shoes. You can that, put on any pair of you shoes. You can put on any pair of shoes, but some of them fit better and, and will work better for you yes but unlike shoes wands so if i beat you up in a fight yes. suddenly your shoes will decide to fit me better than they fit you now <laughs> that's that's the way wands work are you, is this how this can i have gonna, your shoes yeah are you asking for my shoes is that what, <laughs> i'm about to kick you i mean yeah is that why you were late because you're not wearing any shoes <laughs> joe can we get pat a pair of shoes please? can we <laughs> Well, we or need, just, to, get just we need to get Pat a full pair of laces. They I are, like my laces. Your, your shoes are unreal. Wear them to the show next week. That's a I that's, will. An, incen- my shoes. that's an incentive for uh, yeah, Pat, anyone that has got a ticket. Why am I? What if I've only got one and I just hop? That's it. I mean, <laughs> that's all you need. You only need one. <laughs> Whatever gets yeah. you angry, mate. Also, finally, Paul Savage, comedian and riddle, not riddle, cryptic, cryptic clue provider. Yes. Uh, has got cryptic back in touch. Cryptic clue contributor. Uh, he says, uh, no cryptic clues as yet because my brain is fried. We look forward to that. Maybe next year. Yes. Um, okay. uh, but two discussion questions. Oh, here and we go. I'm a big fan of both of them. Bring it. Uh, a, or one, whatever you prefer. If you were Harry living his life in the books, which decisions that he makes would you not make? I don't think I'd save Malfoy, Malfoy from the fiend fire. And I probably would have spent more of book five and six trying to get off with Luna. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> big fan of that. Um, and uh, do you want to discuss that? And well, there's I'll... a real. To be fair, the whole Luna, Harry and Luna, uh, have a real connection in in the books. Actually, yeah, much yeah. more than they get across in the films. The films do quite a good job, but certainly in book five, when she's the only one that can also see the dead, uh, the Thestrals, because having seen death, mm. um, there is quite a connection there. Um, I think the decision Harry makes that I wouldn't have made. Um, is probably when uh, in book seven where he says Voldemort's name and then yes they, yeah, the yeah, trace yeah, is yeah, on because yeah, yeah. he, he just sort of loses. Uh, you know we all get angry, but I don't think I ever get angry as to the point that Harry gets. I I think um, 
he probably would have made braver decisions, but I would have made more sensible decisions than him. So I think it would have evened out. Mm. Um, so like, I wouldn't have sort of gone uh, like, like, you know, people might thought, oh, it was brave in book five when he went rushing to Sirius's aid. But then he, I probably would have remembered there was a two-way mirror and I could just check on him. Yeah, right. you'd hope. But then yeah. as a reader in that moment, did you remember there was a two-way mirror? Or were you so caught up in Harry's thoughts that you were like, yes, just go get him? Uh, you, uh, no, I, f- I totally forgot. But yeah. I was also... Uh, you had your own life as well. Yeah, but I, 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 in this scenario, I wouldn't be a reader. I'd be Harry Potter and I'll be, a, I'll be Tom Toll's version of Harry Potter, uh, the TTHP. And I would then just go, oh, I've got a mirror. In I, fact, I probably would have used a mirror before then. Yeah. Like, why would you not? Yeah, no, it's true. Use it every day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think I would have done many of the things Harry would have done. I think it would have been a very no. boring book. I think the basic, the story I'll would I'll be have... honest, certainly wouldn't have got on my broomstick and gone after Mark Malfoy no. in the first book. Straight, no, from, from no. the very start, I would have just been keeping my head down, being a normal boy, not getting into any trouble, not going off on any adventures. Uh, like... And then at the end of the book, 19 years later, I'll be doing a podcast about a more interesting kid that I went to school with. Yes. Probably. Neville. <laughs> Neville, yeah, I'll be doing the Neville yeah. podcast with my two mates. I like to think I would have, like, the, the first really brave thing he does is uh, go with Ron to try and rescue Hermione from the troll. Yes. I like to think I would have done that, like, try and go help a friend. I know one thing I definitely wouldn't have done is turn up for the first task of the Triwizard Tournament. It's like, yeah, my, my name came out of the goblet. It's a binding magical contract. Sue me. I'm not turning up to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not turning up to fight that dragon. What are you going to do? Oh, fine. Disqualify me. I don't win. Good. Yeah. I don't want to take part anyway. Yeah, it's like someone would have... Like, Hagrid would have gone, it's the first task is dragons. Okay, well, that's confirmed my <laughs> non-attendance. I'm not setting tomorrow's alarm. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah obviously. <laughs> the second question uh, Mr. Paul Savage asks is... Um, as all the characters are muggle-born or muggle-adjacent, what mm. muggle trends would they get via osmosis between the end of Deathly Hallows and the start of Cursed Child? I can see Ron fully becoming a mid two thousand scene kid with an almost unreadable MySpace page. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. Well, uh, Daniel Radcliffe... Uh, I remember him being on the front cover of the NME wearing one of those uh, Libertines red military jackets. Like, oh, right. So... He was a sort of well, not a scene scene yeah. kid, an indie kid from mm. the mid two thousands. So that's my prediction for him and his haircut. So, so is that your prediction for Harry as well, though? Yeah, well, yeah. They they like listening to the ordinary boys. He would have he would have just <laughs> oh, gone they, to they do like listening. He would have just gone boys. to a bunch of indie gigs of bands that you don't hear of anymore, like the Rakes. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he would have seen, he would have been at Reading Festival an awful lot cheering, have, cheering uh, the pigeon could... detectives yeah loving them St- and still listening to them this say, is real music son <laughs> did you have there, any of them in there in your autumnal playlist in my autumnal playlist yeah. any of those one hit wonder no, or not the, the rakes the rakes oh that is very good I should have done that's brilliant if I was a better man I, w- I would have had <laughs> the rakes <laughs> No, but they, the, the rakes, the rakes, they are awful. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing Malfoy definitely would have gone on like a, a multiple, a gap multi-year to like try and find himself after, you know, after a few years of like horrible stuff at home and watching, you know, just his dad get like bullied and just be victimized. He's got the money. He yeah. could just disappear for a few years and forget yeah. his problems. Um, sorry to say this, but Luna is getting into some hard drugs. <laughs> <laughs> 
she is. No, she she is very Glastonbury. Uh, getting she into but Glastonbury. Yeah. <laughs> Glastonbury. She is on some hard stuff. The, mm. the naughty corner of Glastonbury. Very much so. She would have gone from the ethereal music in, and just ended up in the dance tent until 5am. Yeah. I think Seamus and Dean would have got obsessed with Lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Just what? massive Lost fans. Yeah, that, and then that would have been their sole reason for existence. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's projecting. That's, um. how, that's how they justify <laughs> their existence. Like, we got to see what happens next. <laughs> that's the meaning of life. <laughs> well, these are good predictions. If you have predictions as to what uh, muggle trends uh, all the characters would have picked up in the mid to late 2000s. Yeah, if you want to send anything in, uh, at aattapod at gmail.com. Yes, or get in touch via Twitter, Facebook, etc, etc. What are you doing there, Tom? Hello. (laughs) Hi, is this the uh, Tom Toll Fan Fiction Archives? (laughs) Yes, come in. I am the curator. Oh, it's nice to meet you. Um... I was just looking for uh, the book we could something we could use for episode forty four. This one will be fine. Oh, oh this looks <laughs> cool. Uh, nice to meet you, by the way. Yes, I'll see you later. Um, okay, that was a wonderful acting there, Tom. Yeah. So, uh, who who, Act- you, who were you just talking to? That was uh, that wasn't me. Who was it? Who runs the Tom Toll Fan Fictional Archives? Uh, it's classified. <laughs> <laughs> By, by who? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, he's even more back in the room now. <clears throat> um, there's a basically it's looked after um, uh, by uh, the Knights of Templar. Um, <laughs> so Tom, guarded. I, the, the listeners missed this. This he wasn't even doing it for audio purposes, but he was literally dusting off his book as he was <laughs> speaking. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of crumbs. <laughs> And dribble. <laughs> <laughs> you guys fine talk about the Knights of Templar that way. Got it out of your system yet, guys? Yeah. yeah. They're, not some... pe- they're not peaceful folk. <laughs> Show some goddamn the, respect. They're not the priests of Templar. They're the knights. <laughs> they're the knights, guys. Yeah. So let's have let's wind your neck in. Um... <laughs> Roger marched down the corridor purposely, his eyes darting about looking for any signs of somebody watching him. Pretending to lean into a door, he slipped in. He silently closed it behind him and then turned. Myrtle, are you here? Moaning Myrtle appeared. You haven't seen been to see me in ages. I got caught, said Roger. McGonagall, stop me coming in here. Myrtle puffed her cheeks out, which, given that she was a ghost and ghosts can't breathe, was a hell of an achievement. (laughs) (laughs) Another boy has been to see me. What? Who? demanded Roger. Don't know his name, but he is nice. You trying to make me jealous, Myrtle, said Roger, (laughs) moving towards her. No. This is creepy. Just telling you. (laughs) Suddenly, the noise of the door creaking open. Roger dived into the nearest bathroom stall, closing the door behind. McGonagall came into the bathroom. She tiptoed over to one of the sinks, reached down, and pulled out a bottle of vodka that had been sellotaped <laughs> to the underneath. That's my chamber of secrets, she said. <laughs> Taking a quite unnecessary big swig. What are you doing, Professor? asked Myrtle. Drinking with spirits, said McGonagall. Hey. <laughs> she giggled at her own joke. Now, where did I stash my wizard's coke? It's, it's in one of these stalls. 
She moved towards the stool which hid Roger. Oh, it's not that one, Professor, Myrtle said. McGonagall moved into another stool and then went to close the door. McGonagall sat down. The next thing Myrtle heard was Accio toilet paper. (laughs) Roger was just about to open the door and slip out when he heard the door of the bathroom open again. Oh, God, he thought, I'm done for this time now. The sound of a boy coming in crying, followed by another boy following him. I know what you did, Malfoy. Suddenly the sound of hexes whizzing about many of the bathroom stalls, some of them smashing to pieces. Suddenly one of the boys yelled out a hex that caused the other boy to slump to the floor. Oh dear. A lot more hullabaloo followed until finally Roger thought he could exit his stall. Unfortunately, it was at the same time that Professor McGonagall, who stared at him. Well, Mr Davies, I'm sure you're wondering about what you just heard. Well, yes. I had rather a long, se- large session involving curry and a glass of wine, and it's left my stomach rather queasy. So let's say you don't mention this to anyone, and no one mentioned to anyone about you being the girl's lavatory. <laughs> sure, but Professor, what about the duel that's just happened? What? What duel? said McGonagall, fixing him with a quizzical look. Oh, nothing. Roger turned and left the bathroom. McGonagall turned back into the room, determined to find her lost stash. <laughs> You've got to stop falling asleep on the toilet, Minnie the Minx. <laughs> Why do I fall asleep on the toilet and piss the bed? That's like the, <laughs> That's like the opposite of what they're for. <laughs> her face fell, looking at the remains of one of the bathroom stalls that had been her hiding place for drugs for the last 45 years. <laughs> Ah, said McGonagall. That's the one. 45 years and she (laughs) couldn't find it. Never mind. (laughs) She's off her face. Right, guys. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. Do you think it's about time we had a flipping quiz? Yeah. Hit me. How do do you guys feel about your Harry knowledge? Uh, Who? Which one's is he the ginger one? He's the uh, he's the precocious one. Okay. <laughs> the very com- very confident for a boy who was raised in a cupboard. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. Imagine what he'd be like if he <laughs> if he was given positive reinforcement as a child. Yeah. God, he'd be a nightmare. <laughs> right, uh, Patrick. Can yeah. I ask you a question? The question is Hedwigs or Wormtails? Uh, Hedwigs, please. It is Hedwigs. Would you like to go first or second, mate? <sighs> I'm going to go first. Okie doke. Question numero. Oh. Uh, well, the question is where's my pen? Otherwise, I'm going to forget the flipping score. Can where you pass me your pen? You don't, you'll need it. Okay. Thank you, mate. Okay. You'll need it later. Right. Question one. Yeah. What? Is Harry's middle name? James. Correct. Thank you. Question two. In which book does Harry find the name for his owl, Hedwig? As in not in which Harry Potter book, in which book does Harry read? Oh. The name Hedwig. Fantastic Beasts? No, Hish- that's what I magic? thought. A history of magic. Oh, Unlucky how there. about that? Uh, question three. Who is called as a witness in Harry's Wizengamot trial? Um, Arabella Fig. Correct. Well done. 
Uh, question four. What is the price on Harry's head when he learns he is undesirable number one? Oh, it is um, exuberant. It is. <laughs> but what's the uh, price in galleons? Oh, it's a numerical value. That's correct. <laughs> but I can't give you a point. I need a specific numerical I'm gonna value. I'm going to say 20,000 galleons. Tom? Uh, no idea. It's 10,000 oh, galleons. Unlucky, I was going to say mate. 10, and then I was like, no, he's worth more than that. I thought it was He's undesirable number one. Yeah, yeah. only 10,000. That's yeah. unbelievable. Anyway, and your last one, mate. Uh, what is Harry's date of birth? 31st of July. 1981. Oh, you lucky boy. That was a bludger. Oh, really? It's 1980. And so you get the point for sheer dumb luck. (laughs) (laughs) So well done. Okay, so you've got three. All right, Thomas Toll, question one. Mm -hmm. Which secondary school was Harry initially going to attend? Don't care. (laughs) Next. You don't don't want to answer that? No. He is so sick of this quiz. (laughs) Question two. Which book does Harry think about to distract himself from Aunt Marge's insults? The Book of Mormon. (laughs) It's incorrect. (laughs) Pat, do you know? Um... It's, is it Quidditch Through the Ages? No, it's the handbook for do-it-yourself broom kit. Oh, the broom kit. Oh, yeah. so he knows. He doesn't know. Yeah. This is uh, a new tactic I'm trying out. <laughs> okay, mate. Uh, right. <laughs> we'll, we'll blast through these then. Which colour did the polyjuice turn after Harry's hair was added? Uh, ginger. <laughs> it's gold. Uh, okay. Where does Harry first conjure his uh, corpore- uh, corporeal Patronus? In, in his bedroom. Uh, Quidditch pitch <laughs> And uh, how many cakes did Harry receive on his 14th birthday? 25 He received four Okay, so it's three to nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, wow <laughs> Well, you Pat, need a scores reversed, Tom Pat, You've, uh, you've wow. run away with this um, Okay <laughs> The snitch And uh, you will need your pen for this, Patrick Thank And you. Tom, you'll probably need your phone no, I've already got, already got a number in my head <laughs> And that number is bacon. <laughs> See what that does for you. Okay. Right, okay, so name as many items Harry required for his first year as possible. I will play some jazz. Oh, smooth jazz. Right. Okay, uh... Um, well, I'm going to go to Pat first because Tom didn't move an inch while uh, well, Pat that's, was working that's on not, this. That's not fair because I've written mine down. I will, I will, I will go. Let, read out your answers, Patrick. I'll tell you what was correct and what was incorrect. Um, well, a wand. Yeah, wand. correct. I, I, uh, a pewter cauldron. Yes, black, well done. Black, black it's, black it's we'll black. get your answers in a minute, Thomas. Just, just saying. I don't want Pat to think I've copied him. Um, uh, school robes. Uh, yes. But I had a question. Their robes are normally got um, their house symbol on them, haven't they? Oh, no, no. It's just They're... it's just Hogwarts. Yeah, for also. the first year. You don't know your house. Yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. Well, uh, so, robes, yes. Um, what else? What other parts of uniform? Oh, I only wrote robes. Okay. Do you need a tie? No. No. Hat? Yes. Oh, well, I didn't write that. Um, you said it. It's fine. Book-wise, History of Magic. Uh, yes. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yep. Standard Book of Spells, Volume 1. Yep. 
um, optional pet. Yep. And you're not allowed to bring a gun. <laughs> <laughs> or, a br- or your own broomstick. Uh, broomstick is the, ah. is, is the thing that you were told you weren't allowed yeah. to bring. Uh, okay, so Tom, you've got one so far because you said the broomstick, and I believe that was eight. Uh, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, yeah, if we're and including the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Pat got eight. Tom, you've got one so far. Let's talk. Yeah, so uh, wand, uh, robe. Yep. I didn't get the hat either. Mm-hmm. Uh, Standard Book of Spells, grade one. Uh, I, I thought Hogwarts of History. Was that uh, not. That wasn't on the reading list. That no, wasn't on the reading list. It wasn't no. on the reading list. Um, what was the other one? Oh, it was a, a pet. It was optional brackets. Mm-hmm. If I remember, it said an owl, a cat, or a uh, toad. Yeah. Because I correct. remember always thinking scabbers shouldn't technically be yeah, there. Anyway. How, did he, how did he get in? Close mm. bracket. Um, the broomstick. Uh, pewter coffin. Brackets black. Cauldron. Uh, cauldron. Sorry. Uh-huh. Coffin. Yeah. Cauldron. <laughs> yep. Grim. I think Set, that's Cedric's. <laughs> what else, oh. Tom? Uh, and oh, uh, a set of scales, wasn't it? Yeah, that's correct. Anything set of pewter, else? pewter scales. Um, nope, that's that. Was pewter it. is just the cauldron. Pewter yeah. is just the cauldron. Set of scales. Okay, well, Tom has lost it. Oh. Eight seven. Shocker on the. Uh, oh show. no. Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll, ta- I'll take you through everything that they needed. Right. So uniform, black robes, black pointed hat. Remember that from the first film? Uh, yeah, yeah they, everyone wears hats in the uh, first film. Protective gloves Ooh. and uh, oh, dr- made a dragon hide. Uh, and uh, equipment, wand, cauldron, pewter standard size two, um, glass slash crystal files, right? Uh, mm. Telescope and yeah. brass scales. Uh, optional was owl, cat, or toad. Not allowed broomsticks. And all the books were standard book of spells, grade one, beginner's guide to transfiguration, history of magic, one thousand magical herbs and fungi, magical theory, uh, magical drafts and potions, fantastic beasts and where to find them. And the Dark Forces, a guide to self-protection. So, Pat, you've won it. That's going to cost a fortune, all that. It's well, going to cost an awful Can lot. we get all that in London? Can we get that in London? <laughs> right, There's only on. one place we're going to find this. Diagon Alley. Yeah, we know, Mum! <laughs> <laughs> right, Pat, let's what, just, what's let's see snip? if my strategy's paid off. <laughs> right, so, uh, so it, ended, it was 3-0, and yep. you got more in the snitch, so let's see what the card says. Well, this one's actually got a little drawing of a snitch. I've drawn on all the cards, actually. I got a bit bored waiting for you guys earlier. <laughs> I hear Tom got to have lunch with his wife, because oh. I was late as well. Oh, so that's nice. Everything worked out for the best. Oh. Let's see. Oh, lucky Tom, it scores reverse! Yes! <laughs> what a strategy that paid off. That was a wonderful strategy. Oh. Um, but, one sec, I'm just getting something. Free now. Getting so- I'm getting something in my ear. The bad sportsmanship point deductor. Oh, no. Uh, Tom has got minus four points, so Pat wins it zero to minus one. Oh! <laughs> oh, what have we learned? We've learnt that there's no live show if this carries on. (laughs) 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 Scores reversed. 3-0. I'll tell you what's the only... F*** off. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much for listening. I came in with a strategy. I came in with a plan. It paid off beautifully. I just, I don't think it's in the interests of the game. You and you, you probably would have won that, Tom. You could have won that. What, what do you think, Pat? Do you think that was genius? What I just did. 
I, as, as a one-off, I think point made is genius. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> point I made my point. But I, then I, th- I feel as though... To point out the ridiculous nature of Joe Snitches. The, the, the authority figure yeah. in the room needs to lay down the law. Yeah. And So what's, what law have I broken? You, you were being a bad sport. And no, I don't want no, the no, young no, children no. listening to this podcast no, no, thinking no. they can just be a bad sport. No, what they can do is tell you what, young children, grow up to be in an authority position and then abuse that position. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's what you want to do. Yeah? That's the message we're sending out here. Do you know what? This, this would be a great case for the Wizengabble in a couple of weeks. Yes. When we've got time to Very go much into... so. <laughs> yeah. Because I... I, I know... guess what side you're both going to be arguing. <laughs> Not the one you support. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, well, I will say this. I, for one, am for Joe remaining on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Right, guys, should we go uh, write this flipping live show then? <laughs> yeah, we've only got three days. <laughs> oh, God. You sound like right. that. Oh, God. Guys, uh, well, if you're coming on Sunday, we'll see you there. See you on the other side. If not, you'll hear all about it next Thursday. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for listening, and uh, thank you if you're... If you're I mean, thank if you if you're listening to this whilst walking up to the Bill Murray. Oh, I imagine. And you're going to just take off your earphones and then walk in. That that's perfect. You get uh, to the bar. We'll see you in a minute. Pat's a gin and tonic. Yeah. I'm <laughs> a lager. I don't know if Tom's driving or not. Pat's at the bar currently. Yeah, he's currently yeah. at I the bar. See you, he's asleep I see on you the bar. Look in the look in the window. There he is. He's there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's drinking. <laughs> you're stood outside jiggling with laughter. Yes, you're right to be worried about the quality of the show after seeing Pat. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is only 4pm. <laughs> I'm nervous. He's nervous. <laughs> and also, you're late. You should have been here at quarter to four yeah, because yeah. you get there in good time. What? Yes, it doesn't matter if Pat was late either. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that before until you got here. <laughs> He's catching up on his drinks. Leave him alone. Right. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. If you are coming to the live show, uh, we'll look forward to, to seeing, uh, seeing Yeah, come you. have a chat. Have a come drink. Come have a chat. Come, come have a drink. Bye. And um, all that remains to be said is, uh, my name is Tom Tolt. My name is Patrick Holland. I'm Joe Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. Once again, thanks very much for listening, guys. We'll be back next Thursday, as we are every Thursday. But if you want to see us live, do come along on Sunday at the Bill Murray in Islington. All details can be found either on our Facebook or Twitter at AATTAPod or via angelcomedy.co.uk. Feel free to email us, AATTAPod at gmail.com, if there's anything you want us to discuss. And we'll speak to you next week. Bye, guys. I've got, well, because I made the notes when we were watching the films in there, and some of them are quite explicit. Just brackets. Calm down, future reader. (laughs) (laughs) Get off my back, all right?